Welcome to OK Boomer, a podcast where a borderline boomer reality star mom and her millennial daughter bridge the gap between two feuding generations through celeb news, all things Bravo, their personal lives, and well, you're just going to have to listen to find out. Hello, welcome. Welcome. Before we <laughs> Are you to- welcoming me? I'm welcoming you and I'm welcoming everybody. The people. Okay. Um, I also want to get something off my chest before we start. Okay. Oh God. Is it about me? No, I just wanted to tell you that Watergate was a series of political scandals <laughs> under the Nixon administration that started with a break-in and then a cover-up at the DNC headquarters in the Watergate building in DC before Nixon's re-election that mm. eventually led to his resignation because he was going to be impeached. And that's what I wanted to tell you. Wow. I'm so impressed. You didn't even read that. No, you memorized, I memorized that shit. it because I didn't want you to think I was reading it. Also, I had a friend from high school text me, Marie McGrath, friend of the pod, that we didn't learn about Watergate. In friend our ex- of the pod. At, well, she was at, at, at the most expensive all girl sacred heart school in the world. That's what she did said. Not she, learn about Watergate. She said at our expensive ass school, we were not taught Watergate. And that's a fact. And then the other day, John Liam was, well, whatever. We were talking about that app Fireside Chat. And then he was like, you probably don't know this, but Fireside Chat is. And I was like, no, I know what Fireside Chats are. I know that's the Roosevelt thing. He's like, you know that, but you don't know Watergate. And I was like, I was taught Fireside Chat. I was not taught Watergate. I wonder why. That's weird, right? Isn't that weird? It is weird. weird. Anyways, well, I'm so proud of you that almost, almost brought a tear to my eye. Well, like I knew that you'd look it up, but I'm particularly impressed at how concise and (laughs) just seriously comprehensive that explanation was and that you did not read it. Yeah. I'm not an idiot, everybody. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I'm a curious cat. I'm not. You are. You are. Um, Okay. Let's start with some highlights of the week. Okay. Why Why don't you start? Well, there's some highlights I can't discuss yet. Okay. You know what I mean? Same as last um, week. <laughs> you're same keeping, as last week. You're keeping um, us on the highlight is seats. I'm going to Charlotte on Sunday for Mother's Day. Oh, yeah, that's right. Gathi told me. Yeah. That's fun. And that was very, like, last minute, but I was like, I have to go, and I wanted to go, and I'm super excited about that. And low, I mean, I'm dealing with mental health issues. <laughs> what are you, <laughs> you know, dealing just with? put it out there um depression you know like um like I guess I don't know what's there's something called like high functioning depression (laughs) where you don't really (laughs) I I don't I put a lot of pressure on myself to do things so it's 10 times as hard when you're dealing with not being in a good space and Mm -hmm. and there's a reason you know there's a lot of I still you know the whole thing that happened with Kathy as time goes by it doesn't go away necessarily for me it's gotten a little bit worse Mm. and I actually talked to a professional about it and he said you know all these stages of grief come not in order so you'll be one day where you have total acceptance and the next day you're pissed off at God and then you're like back to just being sad and and the weirdest thing the thing that makes me the most sad is how brave and together she is. Do you know what I mean? I know that she has her moments, really sad moments, but 
that makes me sad because I feel like, you know, she must be dying on the inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a way that's what's helped me because her being okay in the moments where like, like j- just the other day I was having like a full blown breakdown and she was helping me and she was right. so together. And I was like, there's something about her togetherness in those moments that give me permission to be okay. Because I think at the same time, I don't think she wants pity. She doesn't want that. She doesn't want them. And that's what I feel bad. It's like, she's holding it together and then we're falling apart. It's like, we, I don't feel like I have a right for that. So you do. And I think, and you are able to go through your own stages of grief. I think we all are. I think it's surrendering to whatever the feeling is and knowing that it'll pass, whatever it is, whether it's anger, sadness, if you're feeling happy in those moments, accepting that and like letting that wave go through, you know, like, I I think it's just, it's going to be a process for a long time. Yeah. And she, you know, the truth is that she's the most sane person in our family. She really is. By far. She's like very together. The glue, I would say. Yeah. Um, You know, sometimes I'm better than other times, but um, I'm really hard on myself. And this whole thing is helping me to not really sweat the small stuff, like Mm -hmm. as much as I used to. And she does For sure. And it's putting things into perspective, I think is the other thing, at least for me. Yeah. Um, that brings me to my highlight. Well, my low light, I have gestational diabetes (laughs) that I found out this week. Talk about putting things into perspective though. Like I think in any other scenario, I'd be like, this is the worst thing in the world. And it's like, it sucks, but you know, it's manageable and it'll be okay. But for those of you who don't know, gestational diabetes is when you are pregnant (laughs) and you get diabetes, (laughs) it literally goes away after you have a baby. It's funny because you don't, you know, a lot of people that have gestational diabetes are all bloated and they get whatever. And it's like all the contours of your face are there. You just posted a picture in a bikini. Yes, I did. There's trap picture. <laughs> so yeah. So you don't look like you have that. Well, that's the thing. Like I, I have a friend who had it when she was pregnant too. And she, and she was basically like, it's, it's really not based on what you ate during your pregnancy. It's kind of like a toss up it's your, your luck body of the draw. produces it or something yeah so but I mean you were eating pop tarts as yeah as but like meals but that's not crazy like people it's go not. crazier than that and I like I have a salad every day for lunch no I, I know you're so healthy. protein for you know like it's it, it didn't really like add up to me but whatever the worst thing about the gestation of diabetes is not the fact that I have to prick my finger four times a day to check my blood sugar level. Every time I eat that, I actually don't give a shit about the test, the glucose test, the glucose test to figure out whether or not you have gestational diabetes is they give you this disgusting drink, the sweetest thing you could ever. It's beyond comprehension. If you it's, like sweets, you'll start hating them. No, no, that. no. It's like the only way to describe it. And I think Gothi described it this way. It was a perfect explanation. It was a thick, flat Sprite, whatever. It's disgusting. Okay. And you have to drink it within five minutes. And then after that, you, you wait for an hour and then they draw your blood to see how your body responded to the drink. After that test, 
you know, my, my blood sugar was not super high, but high enough where they're like, let's do the three hour test. I drank the drink for the second test. And 30 minutes later, I projectile vomited everywhere. And it was like, did you make it to the bathroom? I barely made it to the bathroom because I was so, I was so determined. I put on my AirPods and I was doing a meditation app. And in my head, I was like, you keep this down. This is going to be the worst hour. But after that, it's going to subside. You keep the drink down, <laughs> like wow. really try and talk myself into it. And then it was just like, I had to run to the bathroom and vomit. It was disgusting. And it just like, I think it, <laughs> this is so dramatic. And I know this, I think it like traumatized me. I was so emotional yesterday. I was so mad at myself for not being able to keep it down. My doctor said, I have to take the test again. I refuse. Um, my body is just like, no bitch, we're not doing this again. This is like, well, let me tell you something because you know me, I, I, I love to do shit myself. Like whether it's, you know, oh, I can do my own pedicure or I can do my own wax or I can wallpaper my own, whatever, you know, Yeah. you can do your own glucose test because you can buy it. Yes. No, you can buy the glucose, but here's the thing. I'm not a doctor. Let me just say this now. I don't want to be giving you bad advice. Would like you to go back to the doctor and do it, but I also know you. So I bought a glucose monitoring kit that like I prick my own finger, whatever. I'm going to check it for the next week until I see my doctor. And then if it's really, if my blood sugar is really through the roof, I will do the test again. Cause then I'll have to like start taking insulin and all that stuff. But I just, wow. yeah, it's fucked up, but whatever I it's what's fucked up is that in my third trimester, when I'm the hungriest, when my baby's growing the most, I have to go on a high, high protein, protein low, carb. low carb diet. You're not Are gonna you kidding anyway. me? And it's like dangerous to lose weight during the, the it end is. of your pregnancy. And you're so not, like, and you're not very big. So I have to just like, whatever I told John, John Liam has to do it with me. I'm like, if well, I we, can't have sugar, should do it anyway, you know, you dad sugar. true. We'll see. Anyways, okay. that's my, that's my highlight. And that's actually, that's my low light. My highlight is I am sleeping. Yay. I slept almost 13 hours last night. <laughs> and how did that happen? I don't know now that I, you're diabetic. I think it's because I'm diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> we're not laughing. I'm at so blessed. People. Yeah, no, we're not. We're not doing that, but All we right. are. Okay. Let's get into some gossip. Yes. The only gossip we have baby is the Met Gala Gilded Glamour gossip. Okay. Yep. Obviously everybody knows the Met Gala was Monday. It's past Monday. The theme was Gilded Glamour, whatever the fuck that means. Um, American Glamour or no? Yes. I think like the way that I think a lot of people interpreted it was New York in the time of like the gilded age. So there was like a lot of room for interpretation in terms of like excess defining like that whole era. Okay. So favorite, least favorite before we get into the meat. Okay. Um, and by meat, I'm talking about Pete Davidson, (laughs) not Pete. (laughs) Got it. Wow. That really took me a second. Yeah. It took you a second to see. Um, I mean, for me, it was Blake Lively. I was going to say the same thing. Blake Lively. Oh, but Blake Lively is queen of the Met Gala. She's I believe. flawless. I mean, I love that she's again, I hate using your, you people's terminology, but she understood the assignment. She did. She, she understood she the went, assignment. Yeah. She went with, you know, the glamour gilded and then the theatrics of it, which is important for the Met Gala. I think over the years, it's become a circus. 
And she didn't do that, but she had a dress that changed colors and that, you know what I mean? She made an effort. She's you know? so, so good at yeah. that. <laughs> and I didn't look, I didn't see everyone, but definitely one of the worst for me was Kylie Jenner. Yeah, I didn't with love that, that one. little like 50s bride. I have no idea what that was. 50s bride. I don't even think I don't know. 50s. She was wearing she it was wearing all white. Seem- she, I don't know what I didn't see the whole thing. I was just like, no, no. This is the thing. She was gonna go with Virgil Avalo. And I okay. definitely said that wrong. The guy who um passed away, he's the creative director of Off-White, and he passed away last year. And so she, and they had talked about going to the Met together. So I think no matter what, she was going to wear this dress, regardless of the theme. So I think she was oh, just right, like, because it didn't have anything to do with it. I think a lot of, yeah, a lot of people just like wore dresses that had nothing to do with the theme, but whatever. So before we get into Kim, mm-hmm. I do want to talk about Pete Davidson because he was criticized a lot about being too kind of plain he wore a a black tuxedo i i don't see anything wrong with that in fact i think it would have been a disservice well they thought it wasn't weird enough wasn't whatever enough (sighs) i think that she went marilyn monroe and he went old hollywood you know either Cary grant or whatever that look is i think if he would have worn his usual getup that would have been disrespectful and it wouldn't made sense you know so i like that he wore that and i thought that he looked good for the first time to me. I think when you are with somebody who is going to show out in the way that Kim Kardashian or even a Blake Lively is going to show out like Pete Davidson and Ryan Reynolds should your not second fiddle. You're, you're a foil to your partner's That's outfit. It. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You should, you should not be drawing. Attention. They are, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So whatever. I don't agree with that at all. Let's get into Kim's dress let's let's get into this debacle okay yeah so for people who have been living under a rock or people who probably are just like more concerned about you know abortion rights um yeah (laughs) kim kardashian for the met gala wore marilyn monroe's dress that she wore famously singing happy birthday to john f kennedy in 1962 she got the dress from the archive, I think from Ripley's Believe It or Not, which is hilarious that it was even there, but whatever. And she wore this dress. She's being criticized, not just for wearing a dress that was like specifically tailored for Marilyn Monroe and like, you know, who is Kim Kardashian to wear this dress? But also the other part of it is that she said publicly that she lost 16 pounds in three weeks to fit into this dress. And people thought that that was really irresponsible to say with how big of a platform she has and like body image and whatever. It's like, that's not like a healthy what do, thing. What do you think do. about that? Um, I think, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what, what I think about the like weight thing of it all like I think people are entitled to do whatever the hell they want like Kim Kardashian is also from a different generation whereas like millennials and Gen Z are like you shouldn't be you know boasting about losing so much weight on like these crash diets well that, she's it, like that's her mo like that's what yeah. she does she bleached her freaking hair for this met gala. like she takes it too far and I think that's who she is and like should she have like said exactly how much weight she lost in the exact time frame to like put the standard upon people? No, I guess, but 
I don't know. So, so her trainer came out in her defense saying that, um, you know, basically what she did was not eat carbs and that she was doing two a days. The thing is that you're right. This is consistent with who she is. She's about filtering pictures. They all as a family, except for Courtney, who's become my favorite. They have this air of like this airbrushed aspect to their whole life. And apparently we love seeing that because real life is not airbrushed. And sometimes I want to see life airbrushed. Everyone's liking the photos. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's putting so much on it. And it's like, if we really didn't want this shit in our world, you would unfollow Kim Kardashian. You would not be watching the Kardashians on Hulu. You would not be doing all this stuff. So it's like, I think people just love to hate her and people love to hate all of them. So I don't don't love to hate her, but I do think that it would have been very endearing for her to admit that the dress did not fit her ass and that she had to wear the coat and then change into a replica dress. She wore the dress for six minutes on the red carpet. And I think she should have shown us. She should have shown us the back, how she barely zipped it up with her skims under and everything I think that would have been endearing. And I think that it would have counteracted the whole thing. You know? Yeah. And I think just you dig your own grave when you give more specifics. So I think if she was just like, yeah, the dress doesn't fit me, but I really tried. I worked out so hard and I really tried to like diet and stuff to make it work. And like, I did my best, but this is what we got. I'm going to change into another dress upstairs. Yeah. And it's a replica dress. And honestly, she could have shown her skins. You know what I mean? Like the truth is a marketing opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. It was a marketing (laughs) opportunity. I didn't see Courtney at the Met Gala. I saw her at going to the after party at the Met Gala. People hated her Met Gala dress. I never saw her Met Gala dress. So she looked um, like Raggedy Ann. It looked like the whole thing was falling apart and it was on purpose, but like, yeah, I didn't see it. I saw her afterward. She was wearing something short, a little bit ill-fitting because her boobs did, you know, when you wear things that have an underwire and it, yeah. you have to have the tiniest boob. You have to be like lively to put that, pull that off. But you know what? She's gained a little bit of weight. She has a little cellulite on her. She doesn't give a fuck. I love she's it. She's so in love and so happy. Yeah. And she's just radiant. And I loved that, you know? You and love Courtney. I now love Courtney because I used to love Chloe, but I think she's insane. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that she's so jealous of Kim. And it's, I told you that I, I feel I hate like jealousy. Too- Two, I don't think she's jealous. I think she's obsessed. With she's Kim. obsessed, but also there's a little jealousy. She looked like a little Barbie in like a bad way. I'm saying like, she's uh, at the, so, at the gala. so, so, so tiny now. Why? Remember? Like she's gone too far. She's, that's what I told you a couple episodes yeah, ago. No, you did. Like, you she did. looks insane now. She's a, she's a mess. You know what I mean? She's a little bit of a mess. She's yeah. a little bit of a mess. And, and, uh, I mean, whatever. she's, <laughs> I mean, whatever, but, but like, and then the whole thing with Courtney and this, the guy that's not machine gun, Kelly, Travis Barker, Travis Barker. They're so in love. Like it's for real. And it's annoying. It's annoying as hell. I hate the PDA. There's things that are vulgar. I don't even like sitting on your boyfriend's lap. Oh, I I know. I remember, remember when I was like, I think I was 15 and I like started dating somebody. You were like, you are never allowed to sit on their lap. I don't like any of that. Or, and you I know, swear it still messes shoes. with me. 
Yeah. Because I, I, it's, it's, there's something about it, you know, that, that it's, it's a lack of elegance. Remember oh. who you are, Simba. Okay. Just remember. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, but that's like, it comes from nothing that comes just from your brain being like, I don't like it. Therefore it's wrong. Okay. So you can't well, do it. well, you're a married woman, you're pregnant with what the hell am I going to say to you now? But what she <laughs> I'm gonna did sit on like, every freaking lap I want to sit on. Okay. Well, I don't recommend that because I think maybe <laughs> your husband will get mad. Santa. But, but her face forward sitting on him when they were looking at a house oh my god it's just annoying it's so so, tacky no a hundred percent i get it also this last episode where he it was like the proposal episode yeah they're just so annoying and like i I think seeing them more and more like on oh okay i haven't seen that episode no in pictures on instagram before the show came out everyone's like oh my god they're so in love blah 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 and then seeing them like operate in real life you're like i can't watch it and i heard that her penelope started crying when they got engaged yeah well because the kids courtney kardashian's kids were not there when she got proposed to but travis barker's kids were there isn't that weird that is weird the whole thing is weird all these people to me are in small doses but i find them entertaining and me too listen i love it like aside from the diet stuff of kim k People were talking about just the the mere fact that she wore Marilyn Monroe's dress. There were two tweets that I saw. One was against, one was for, and I'm curious after hearing these, I thought these were like the perfect against and for tweets. And I want to hear your opinion. So this was a tweet against, I have no idea who said this. I I can't give credit. doesn't matter. (laughs) Just FYI. Marilyn was exploited in life and continues to be in death. This was hers. It was made for her. She had to be sewn into it. Why can't we let a woman who never really had anything of her own just have this one thing? That's against her wearing the dress. Four, the people saying Kim is a quote unquote disgrace to Marilyn for wearing her iconic dress are the same types of people Marilyn dealt with her entire career. They told Marilyn she was never good enough. She was too sexual, not talented, stupid, a whore. Misogyny in history repeats itself. Okay. Well, this is, I I disagree with the first person. Uh, I think that feeling not good enough, misogyny, being told you're too sexual, being told you're stupid is alive and well today. Mm -hmm. This is not a problem from the 1950s. Okay. Um, Marilyn Monroe in some ways was a victim in some ways knew what she was doing. She wasn't She's a genius. She was not <laughs> dumb. Exactly. Yeah. She had, you know, affairs with men that she knew were married. She did lots of things that were not okay. Not any worse than anything that Kim Kardashian has done. And really, if you're going to look at it, it, I think Kim Kardashian was paying homage to her. She was honoring her. I agree. I think people are full of shit. I think people are full of shit too. Like everyone is so up in arms about this whole thing. It's like, because honestly, you know why? Because I don't mind to the playground of the devil, find something important to do. And this will not be the center of your universe because there are more serious things. Like, I mean, it's fine. I like to talk about it. That's what this is about, right? It's lighthearted. Let's talk about it. But this whole thing of like Marilyn suffered with body issues and this and had to be sewn into the don't you suffer from because I suffer from all that oh, yeah I do, do. I, I'm Marilyn Rowe <laughs> also know? I was sewn into my wedding dress <laughs> because right. it didn't fit <laughs> right exactly like so because you because because it was a shotgun wedding yeah um 
anyway, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't no. agree with the people yeah, I don't saying agree that it was, with a, any of it was that. a disgrace. I think I, definitely not a disgrace. Not I don't a disgrace. Think, I don't think that Kim Kardashian, and by the way, I'm not a huge fan of Kim Kardashian. I do think that they are the most influential family. They've, they've done the work. I do think she works hard. She I does. I do think that she puts a lot of pressure on herself and, uh, what makes her any worse or any better? How is Marilyn Monroe better than her? I don't know. I, none of that makes any sense. Yeah. To me, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. And I think that she did it to honor her. And I think mm-hmm. she looked great. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care that she lost the weight, but I think that she should have made light of it. In fact, in light of the it fact showed. that it didn't fit her. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Look with at that. We're agreeing. Saying. Yeah. <laughs> pretty soon we won't have a show because we're so in agreement we're so in agreement no we'll get back we'll get back to disagree <laughs> i'm gonna sit on somebody's lap and we're gonna turn this wait, right back and wait till that kid is born and i tell you everything you're doing wrong yeah that's when the show will be canceled after amber was born amber uh, <laughs> you're so wrong all right <laughs> you're so wrong okay let's get into some bravo bullshit actually okay. because that that leads me into some bravo bullshit Okay. Andy Cohen welcomed his second baby via surrogate. Obviously via surrogate. He doesn't have a fucking uterus. Well, you know, listen, if anybody can do it, it's Andy. You guessed last episode. I know. That my baby's name was Lucy and he named his baby Lucy. I know. How weird is that? It's probably somebody in his family, you know, that Jewish people usually will name uh, after somebody that's passed away or something like that. I don't know how that is exactly. Ken? <laughs> Can we get a Jew in here? <laughs> anyway, so so I thought that was so funny. She's really cute. Yeah. So baby number two, Andy Cohen, congrats. Congratulations. So I predicted the name. <laughs> I say you have another one in Carl Ethel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. So more importantly, the Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion part one aired this week what are your thoughts for me having been on real housewives at a different time i look at housewives now and i enjoy watching it and you know there are times that i think should i have done it should have if there was ever a time that i i mean i just have to watch that you regret it (laughs) no i never regret doing it i'm saying that i'm so glad i have nothing to do with it Mm. watching that it it is it was it was brutal it's tragic. First of all, these women, they're older and the, the you know, and there's nothing wrong with that because I'm older, but when you're forced to be uber glamorous and your body face and everything just are not, doesn't fit because oh. that's what aging is about, right? Wait, who are you talking about? Everybody, everybody, <laughs> everybody, you know, that I love Dolores. I love Dolores. I think she's oh, awesome. You think, she, you think her face looks crazy? No, I don't think her face looks crazy. I think, oh. I, don't, I don't even want to say anything about her because I like her so much. Oh, but like, I love her so much. Yeah, me too. I, I thought Margaret looked ridiculous. Like, you know, if you're going to do a boob job, put some implants there in there, lady. You know, the, her whole idea that she has 70s boobs, it's like, they look like 70 year old boobs. Nobody wants 70s boobs. What the well, hell is she 70s says that that's boobs. what she calls them. And then self-proclaimed Oompa Loompa at my reunion. 
Okay. Yeah, you'd wear Go it back to my pictures. Orange. That green dress with the orange bronze. It was all. You were lot. very like Go Canes University. Of Miami yeah, yeah. it was terrible. So again, <laughs> I'm not putting any, like, I look at myself first, but it's a lot. At the end of the day, the only one that ever looks good is Melissa. And I don't even like Melissa. Teresa came like, fuck you, bitch. Go fucking what what is that? Nobody had so, said anything. So here's the thing about this first reunion. First of all, there was so much scre- screaming right off the top. I feel like usually in part three we get all the like drama craziness. The fact that part one was just like biting each other's heads off, it was too much screaming for me. And screaming calms me down. That's why I love no, housewives. No, see, I can't. It was a lot. So I will say though, Teresa and Melissa like finally being honest about their relationship was actually refreshing that they're family and not friends. And Melissa just being like, be honest, I'm not going to be in your wedding and you don't want me there and you don't like me. And this is not a thing. So like, let's just be honest about it. I was like, thank God. Thank God we're saying that. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know anything about Louis family? No. Okay. So Louis has a brother and a sister. And the brother, David, seems very nice. I actually believe I've met him before at some kind of conference or something. Very nice guy. He has a sister that married very well. She has a huge estate in Southampton. Her husband is gorgeous. And I don't know what he does, but he mu- it must be like VC. I mean, venture capitalist or so that kind no, of I stuff. No, I know. I know that. Yeah, oh, you sure. did? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. What's the point? The point is that she is hanging around with those people a lot. It's another level. We're not in Jersey anymore. Oh, she's like in the in Hamptons. Well. She's in the, oh yeah. Got she it. is loving those people and she's feeling, this is my opinion. Who knows? But she feels good with those people. And because mm. Louis is like, I told you, what what is Louis? A, a savant. <laughs> <laughs> no, a Svengali. Yes, he wants to take her out of this and put her there. Right. And by the right. way, I, I if they invite me, I would go. Oh, and by the way, same. Yeah. No. No. We're, it's we're a available. beautiful house. They make homemade pizzas outside. They're they're like they're like Italian, but not Jersey. <laughs> Do you have to cut this out? I don't no. know. No. No. Okay. No. It's such okay. a, listen, we're all different. They're different. The show. They're not right. Exactly. But I think that now Teresa suddenly feels that she's, she's a step above. Yes. She's and, like, I, don't, uh, I don't need you people, even though you're yeah. my family. Yeah. And I think that she needs to get a grip. Remember I told you, I like Teresa. I'm rooting for Teresa. I want Teresa to sign a prenup, just like Andy told her, don't act, you know, highbrow right right and 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 I do think uh Melissa because she loves Joey and because she uh, family matters to her I think she's really tried with her I think think she has too I mean she called her a stripper and she tried to set her up I mean all those all of those like clips from you know that they were showing of like from the past season which it was crazy because I can't believe how long the show has been on the air but it was like, yeah, Teresa, you've put her through hell. They through each hell. have put each other through hell. Right. But, but but that's why I think I appreciated the fact that they were just being honest about like, finally being like, yeah, we're not, look, let's be honest here. Call a spade a spade. You're not my fucking friend. Right. But this is, this is not the end of that. You know why? Because no. Joey well, is such a family and I feel that he feels uh in, not indebted, but that he 
feels that in order to honor his father and well, his he's mother, the, the only man in the family now, he's and I going think that's to, important he, to him. no matter what she did, he kept, he kept saying, I love you, but, and, and he does, he loves her, but, and they were being really like calm. I think normally Joe Judice. Or- yeah, but he was stoned. Which I think is great. I think it was it, great. I'm so kept, glad he smoked because it he needed kept it. Him, it kept his feelings at bay. It kept him c- controlled. Did you see I, his eyes? I think it was fair for him to walk off set, to step away from the situation. Teresa called her brother a bitch boy and then tried to defend that being a bitch boy is not a bad thing. Like, I know. No, I being know, a bitch she's... boy is a bad thing. What are you talking I mean, about? It's awful. And it is. It's sad. It's family. So it's yeah. sad. I felt dirty after watching it. Mm-hmm. Like I needed a shower and yeah. it's only going to get worse. It is. Um, Part one is usually the, the most tame and then yeah. it gets progressively worse, which by the way, I am excited. About. <laughs> oh, oh no, I'm going to watch too. I just, it makes me sad. And it, it really is sad. It, you know, it wasn't in a good place. And I was like, the screaming, this, whatever the screaming. I need, I just, I need to meditate, you know, the scream was the screaming yeah. was a lot. Yeah. Um, Anyways, yeah. So uh, curious what, what part two is going to look like. Yeah. And, and I do remember Andy saying something that some of the most shocking things happened during In part three that he's ever seen. I don't remember. This was a long time ago mm-hmm. it was during the taping and he put something on Instagram or something just like he was pissed and he was, it was like shock and awe mm. kind of thing. So can you imagine shock and awe for, for Jersey has to be another level. We'll see. We'll see. Um, the other thing that premiered this week was Real Housewives of Atlanta. You Are there know, new people? I know that that somebody's back. That Mar- is it, Marlo. Uh, Somebody she, got a peach. That lost Marlo, got a peach. Marlo got okay. a peach. Marlo got a peach. And um, Sheree is back. Mm-hmm. And there's a new woman. God, I forgot her name already, but she's like a three-time Olympic gold-winning like nice sprinter something crazy sonia richards ross well that's good and actually that's a different yeah did you watch um last season and the reunions and everything no i'm gonna start watching that I, i'm gonna start watching that because you said it's the best house I, I watched and then when phaedra left then i didn't watch anymore it's worth watching but yeah. the main thing you need to know is like i feel like this happens every se- season kenya and Marlo, like every season, just like butt heads with each other, and then every time at the reunion, are like, let's let bygones be got bygones. Okay, so but Marlo is not a new housewife. She she got a peach, but she's been a friend of for a couple. Oh, of years and they now. Ha- they've had her at the reunion. Yes, because she's okay. so involved in so many things. But like Kenya and Marlo just don't get along, but then always like resolve their stuff at the reunion. First episode of this season, right out the gate, they just like are going at each other. I'm like, these people just like hate each other. And I don't know why they're even trying to make anything work at all. Well, because, you know, there comes a time where you're, you, there has to be some relationship in order for the thing to make sense. This is the one thing that I've learned about Real Housewives now today is that if you want to be a housewife, you can be a housewife. Anyone out there that wants to be a housewife. Are you listening people? I am telling you this for sure. Noella is a perfect example for 10 years, she tried to, whatever, she even bought a house that she thought was conducive. Housewise I mean, you material. have to have a certain right. And then people like on my, um, on, on uh, Real Housewives of Miami, it's like, I, I think that that's the important thing. Like, be honest. You want it, say it. You're just saying like, 
if you want it, you can basically produce yourself. Like Kenya and Marlo hating each other is like yeah. a tactic. Yes. Of- the housewives have learned the game. And yeah. then as, as a result, the audience has yeah, learned the game. The audience is smart and they don't want and to be watching see, bullshit. Right. And then you see, like you see when somebody feels like, wow, I don't have enough of a storyline. Let me make this shit up. That's the problem with it, which is why they need to consistently bring in new people that are more newbies and don't know that, you know, yeah. that whole shake it up a bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I don't disagree. Well, this season already seems like it's going to be great because Atlanta always delivers. It's always so good. Everyone says it. It always delivers. Scotty's like, that's her fa- has always been her. No, favorite. it's so, so yeah, good. I'm going to start watching it for sure. You should. Cause I want to talk about it with you. Cause there's also, there's a housewife named Drew who was new last season and she like last season had so many issues with her husband and they are just God, they hate each other so much. The hu- well, you know, that's the, the husband, curse, right? the husband had like hired an assistant and the assistant offered to give him a massage. <laughs> and like, you know, she obviously called him out on it. And, and he was like, and I mean, like, don't mess with those women. No, and they don't, don't give a shit. They're God. not shrinking violets. You know what I mean? No, they no, no. will cut a bitch. So um, I love that. <laughs> we'll watch it next time because I want to yeah. talk about it with you because it's good. I will um okay let's get into the quiz all right you go first okay what does it mean to eat it to eat it yeah I mean I think over the years it's had so many different connotations eat it means falling like if you fall I ate it you know yeah um eat it could also mean like acknowledging that you know you're responsible for something and you've got to just suck it up I think it's probably that okay that's wrong (laughs) huh it's wrong it's wrong what does it mean eat it means like it's almost like the 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 new version of like Slade you know like Blake Lively ate it at the Met Gala oh yes but that's not old like well you didn't guess but, but that's in Spanish se la comió when okay. you said like se la comió, it's like she ate it. You, this is new for you people. It's, it's in the it's in the lexicon of the Gen Z. Oh, okay. Uh, no, that is a very old. It's a it comes from Spanish, and ate it is oye te la comiste. Like you did great. Well, you didn't guess that. Okay. So I'm sorry. I did there, not think also, you were going. Th- well, there, there's also a version of like like Kim K nibbled at the Met Gala, you know, like, Oh, okay. I, I like <laughs> you know that. what I mean? Okay. Yeah. She didn't quite eat it, but she like kind of, yeah, right. she, she, she was there. She almost got okay. there. Okay. Right. I, I would say Haley Bieber nibbled at the Met Gala. Her dress is beautiful. But... She ate it. Se la comió. Se la comió. Wow. I love that. Yeah. I, love, I, I, I like it too. I love that that's back. It's back. Baby. Um, okay. You ready? Yeah. Please don't humiliate me. I've had a really tough week. <laughs> what is, uh, what is the Bible belt? Oh, I think I know this. Okay, good. I think it's, it's, um, a, a bunch of States that are very, right. It's, it's a bunch of States that are very religious, very right. Catholic. Where, where are the States? I would assume that they're in the South. Wow. Good yeah. for you. I thought you were going to say it's like, like a belt you wear to church <laughs> <laughs> that can hold the Bible. It can hold the holy water. It can hold the little Eucharist. 
by the way they that would be a that. bible holster that's a bible holster <laughs> um wow I, yeah are you impressed i am impressed i'm impressed by by how you started and i i like the beginning and the end realize you, that i'm rooting for you because I every time you, you are of course i am you came from this i don't want people to like know <laughs> Jolliam came up to me after that uh, clip and he was like, I think you're portraying yourself as like an idiot. <laughs> and I was like, get out of here. I was like, I'm not. It, I was like, you don't listen to the podcast. Okay. I'm very smart. You can't, you can't listen to it just like little pieces. That's what I'm saying. The That's whole thing. I'm, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Which that episode, unfortunately, there was no real redeeming <laughs> Like, but look quality. today there was but today we came we started with a your bang. ability to memorize even if whatever and i do think that you memorized it because you understood it you know yes but that's yeah. the only way you can memorize is if you that's true can absorb the information in a way where you retain it and that's it <laughs> i don't know i don't know um i really was worried though yesterday i had like when i had the whole like throwing up that drink thing I thought about our podcast recording today and I was like, if she, if she asked me a question that I don't know, I think I'm going to start crying <laughs> because I really have had a hard week. Okay. okay. The moon okay. is in cancer. I don't know if you know that, it, but it, it is, but it's it is something retrograde, retrograde. No, no. Cancer is like the sign that's like very emotional. It's like, it brings out a lot of like feelings. So oh my, the moon, God, no wonder I have like yeah. been crying nonstop. No, I was, I was texting my, my friends this week and I was like, is everyone having a bad day? And they're like, yeah, I've cried like a bunch this week. I was like, like I've good. Seriously cry every day this week. I've cried several times a day. I, I, I've cried every day this week as well. Today is the first day, but it's also only two o'clock. I'm going to cry so. now when we finish. I might cry right now. I might cry on camera. I don't know. Don't tempt me with a good time. Um, so yeah, if you Listeners, if you have cried this week, you are not alone. Okay. That's true. You are not alone. You are not alone. Can we sing that though? Because he's a child molester. Oh, shit. God, what a bummer. What a bummer. Because it's so, it, that's one of my favorite songs of his too. It's such a bummer. It's like Ignition. We can't sing either because of R. Kelly and that whole drama. What can we do anymore? Not a lot. Not a lot. Everything will get you canceled. And you know what? Whatever. Um, okay. That's it. That's all we have. Love you. Thank you guys for, I think we're getting more subscribers. We're getting more subscribers again, please subscribe or follow never, or followers. Follow. Please follow. Um, if you're not following already, so you never miss an episode, uh, follow us on Instagram at okay. Boomer. Okay. A Y boomer the pod and you can follow me at beba underscore rod it's not okay boomer the pod is it yeah oh okay boomer the pod um and, sorry i forgot and hell? me at anna cooks a-n-a-q-o-o-k-s and yes leave us reviews and interact with us on instagram we want to hear we want to hear what you think we want to hear what you want to hear more of yeah and and dm me privately any oh. questions you want me to ask beba good quiz questions Wow. You're asking for help. I see. Also, if you have any suggestions for me of what to ask my mom, please DM me as well, because I have a hard time. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, that's it. Just one last thought. If you are 
pro-life, you're anti-woman. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>